Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. From the base of the hallowed steps of the Burbank 16, this is the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster with me as always is Brother Bishke. Whoa! Brother Lucas is MIA tonight. He's doing some humanitarian work. But in his absence, we have an abundance of tasty, tasty guests. We have a returning champion, Brother Dave. What's up? Another returning champion, Brother Ben. Hello, hello. And for the first time ever on the LodgeCast, we have Brother Josh. Hi. And Sister Jill. Hi. Yay. We we are all here at the Burbank 16 tonight to see the re-release. Is it remastered or is it just re-released? I I think it's just a re-release, but optimized for uh, the Dolby Theater. Yes. 20 okay. years. Okay. It's a 20-year anniversary reappreciation release. Yeah. And we are here to see it, yes, in the Dolby Theater, which means the very liquid that encases our brain is going to boil and shake with sound and bass. It is not something you can really prepare yourself for. But doubling that, we have among us someone who has not even seen The Matrix. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. We all made a holy shit. We have not seen this list that we secretly gave professionals to Matt, and he's he's in the possession of it. And so tonight we're knocking one out. You will be absolved of the sin tonight. Yeah. This is my whole list, by the way. This is the only title I sent Matt because I was so humiliated and ashamed. This that. was the alpha and omega of Brother Dave's list. Now, how does everybody else feel without any spoilers? 20 years later. <laughs> How does everybody else feel about The Matrix? Sister Jill, what's your relationship with this film? Uh, my first thought is to say that I feel very old. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We're all very old tonight. And otherwise, I feel like I'm seeing it again for the first time because I really don't remember it. Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen it. I don't remember when the last time it was that I saw it. It's one of those movies that's so popular that you feel like you don't need to see it. Yeah. Like yeah. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Saw it. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And then I think the sequels really helped to sort of Ooh, yeah. kill its well, pres- revisiting vibe. Preserve the first in amber, never yeah. to touch or watch again. And yeah. And never to watch the sequels. I've not seen that. Just right. joke about the sequels. <laughs> right. Uh, Brother Josh, what's your history with the Matrix? Um or with the matrices? <laughs> uh, I think I I don't think I've actually seen this movie in theaters. Okay. I think this is going to be my first time seeing it in theaters. Okay. Um, 
I watched it a couple years ago, but like before then, I have I have no idea. And I watched the sequels when they came out, sure. but As quickly scrubbed. Yeah. Now, nice. Now. So Bishki, you resisted the technological temptation of the Matrix Reloaded. There was a lot of like. Well, let me talk about resisting the Matrix initially. Oh shit. In 1999, I was getting kind of snobby in my film taste. Some <laughs> some of these big budget movies like Armageddon, I didn't see it. No. I just didn't see it. And so Matrix, everyone at school was talking about it, but yeah. I was going to see movies like Train Spotting okay. and like In the Company of Men. You were literally too, too cool for I, your I was, school. I was too cool for school, and and I said, nah, I'm not going to see it. But then I had to, took a cyberpunk class in my junior Ooh, year of college. As one does. And read <laughs> Jean Baudrillard, the French philosopher's uh, Simulations and Simulacra, which will be featured in this movie. Uh, in, Spoiler uh, alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. And um, you know when that happens. And then I watched The Matrix there, and I won't say wh what my feelings were about mm. it through Professional. the through the lens of postmodern French philosophy. But I will. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep an open mind because I don't remember much either. Yeah. And it's my 20th uh, re class reunion, so I'm getting old, and uh, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to revisit some movies that time has forgotten. Yeah, well, I've only seen this movie once. It was in the theater. It was Whoa. the day. It was the day it came out, and I remember green. I just remember green. A lot of green. It's yeah. Just green. Yes. That's, that's all I retained. So yeah. I basically have not seen this movie before. I'm really shocked to hear so many people on this lodgecast who I expected were big fans of The Matrix, sure. who just barely even remember it. It's true, and uh, noted wingnut reviewer Armand White <laughs> calls it the conservative Star Wars. Mm, interesting. Uh, I want you to take that in with you into the Dolby Atmos theater and make make of that what you will. Well, I will say that one of the things just through culture that I've absorbed about the Matrix and its influence is I know like a lot of um, creepy men's rights groups are all about the red pill. They love it. The red pill, yes. Yeah. You gotta get red pilled. Exactly. When so. did you get red pilled? <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Well, we just gotta dive in. We gotta experience the cultural phenomenon 20 years removed from when it hit and see if it still sparkles. Let's scale these legendary steps and get our minds blown. Buckle your seatbelt, Dorothy, because Kansas is going bye-bye. Ich geh aus der Oste raus und die Soko schießt die Fotos Seit nem Monat observieren diese Pisser meine Wohnung Es geht um Drogenhandel, Geld waschen Banden Bis irgendwann meine Hände an der Wand sind Abgeführt, festgenommen, Krieg machen die Handschellen Doch bis dahin können sich die Kripos noch anstellen Es geht ganz schnell, ich mach mich vom Acker Ich lebe schnell, gebe Speed, Keanu Reeves Ich gebe Speed, Keanu Reeves Run, Motherfucker, run, Motherfucker, run Olympisches Gold Wie Usain Bolt, run motherfucker, run motherfucker, run. Base jumper, road runner, run motherfucker, run motherfucker, run. Ich gebe Gas, wie Leopard, run motherfucker, run motherfucker, run. Well, we jacked ourselves out of the Matrix after jacking all the way in. Brother Dave, just how do you feel? How, how do you feel? You uh, you have embryonic sentry fluid all over you? My eyes are open. <laughs> he was red-pilled. Yeah, they were closed before, but uh, I feel like a different man now. It's... We, I mean, we got red-pilled so hard 
But that's, I mean, that is my exact words that I wanted to say. Red pilled so hard. I mean, <laughs> what was wrong with me 20 years ago that I? Why did you resist? Why did I resist? <laughs> yeah. My main takeaway from this is we were spoiled in the 90s. Yeah. Completely yeah. spoiled. We did not know how good we had it. We had no clue. Well, I mean, it was a hit, so we... Well, yeah, yeah, but... but some people knew. But, yeah, but for those of us who were a little snobbish about the, the blockbusters back then... We didn't know about the, the desert, the desert ahead yeah. of remakes and reboots. There was stuff like The Matrix. Well, not stuff like The Matrix. But there's The Matrix, and then there was the other stuff. We were into the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. The right. indie movies, but I should have been into all of it. Yeah, know? this is this was popular for a reason. I feel. I, I mean, it. There's so much. There's so much. It's like Halloween. It spurns so much imitation that it's it gets distorted as to even how much this contributed to the cinematic bloodstream. Yeah. What we're dealing with. I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, so many iconic shots. Yeah, uh, that you just you've just lodged in your yeah. in your in your brain. It showed up on Directv ads for decades. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it had been parodied so much that the parodies became what it what we yeah. remembered of it. Yeah. So now that we go back and see the real thing and shoot that mainline it straight into the vein. It's sincere, which I feel like at a culture we're kind of at right now, we're we're slightly post sarcasm parody, like we're looking for something real again, especially considering how things are going right now politically. We're looking for something real and sincere and heartfelt, and that's what this has, and that's what you don't have anymore. In, yeah, they in don't the make them like this. Anymore. No. And, and the problems that I had with it back when I saw it on DVD in the classroom <laughs> at my school. Like, but though, but I was, pro the problems I had with it were like the kind of the bad CG, CG robots and like the sure, but like Hugo Weaving's performance. Those things I love. Those now. are great. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love all the old late 90s CG but refined effects. but refined like there's yeah. a there's a but that's what I was I was going to say with that is like I feel like we get so caught up on bullet time and all of the yes. inventive stuff that it was doing but yes. what I was loving this time around is it's maybe the last time you have a movie of this scale that's being shot on actual sets like yeah. everything yeah. are real sets um, not and, everything, well, well not, not everything, everything, but just so way many. Way more than now. So yeah. many yeah. of the action set pieces are real, physical, tangible yep. spaces. Yep, and you can feel it. And, and you can feel it. That's that's and, why it stays powerful. And I miss that stuff so much. What yeah. I was gonna say about that is that I was bracing to feel the late '90s, early aughts of this film, mm -hmm. and yeah. I was kind of looking forward to that. But I was really impressed that all of the, even the machinery, had this like newer, more modern cyberpunk mm -hmm. yeah. that really didn't date the movie very much. No. The only thing that yeah. took me out of it every once in a while was the soundtrack sure. and the phone booths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, all the modem else. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. like it could have been made today because they created their whole world yeah. Yeah. entirely. Should yeah. we talk about the soundtrack a bit? So I mean, good. so good. <laughs> like, the Dracula? Yes. Oh, White so Zombie. Good. So good. I mean, yeah, the a world that's that's the moment in the movie where where Neo's trying to decide whether to go out or not. He sees the tattoo of the white rabbit, follow the right white rabbit, he ends up at like a cyber rave. And they're playing a white zombie I I presume remix, but maybe yeah, not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
But and I mean, that was the that was the era of all the of that Red like Pill remix. industrial electronic. And when that happened, I was I just I, I think I mouthed to myself. I'm like, man, the '90s were better. It's my, <laughs> my sad like old man old man edition. I'm just like this. I mean, this is it. This is the pinnacle. This might have been when our society peaked. And yeah, nine, and ninety the year '99 for movies. I. Even it's back amazing. then, I knew I knew we were in, it was like a special year. American Beauty. But now that I saw this again, yeah, well, yeah. Like Fight Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there's so many I can list, but strong, now, strong visions. But this now adds even more to that. Like this, that year. Well, can I just digress here? So I think part of the reason why Brother Dave is just now seeing this is because <laughs> Dave, Jill, and I were in Europe. Yeah. for the first half of 1999. And so we missed the initial onslaught. So when we came back, sure. I got to do all this like catching up. Mm -hmm. And so like in one week I saw The oh, Matrix, wow. Existence, oh, man. Um, oh, wow. Election. It was oh, just wow. like Shit, go. It was, it was amazing. Like oh. summer 99 was unreal. Summer of 99. Yeah, yeah it was unreal. 99 was unreal the whole year. There was a lot of good reflection technology in this. Like, a lot of productions <laughs> yeah. still don't get it right, where you're supposed to, like, the camera's really showing off how right in front of a reflection it is, and you don't see the camera. And this movie did a really good, especially yeah. for being 99, like, yeah. the way you have to kind of subtly warp, like, seeing Neo in the spoon, it, it was really well done, and I was surprised. It had no business being that good that long ago. Yeah. And you can tell it was a fetish of theirs to really get that right, you know? Yeah. And I appreciate it. I feel like I have to be a naysayer a little bit. Uh -oh. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -oh. Go, ahead. Go ahead. Bring it. Uh, I, I respected the movie more than I enjoyed it, I would say. Fair. And, and I think my problems, you know, is just uh, the Neo character did very little for me on an emotional sure. level. Sure. The, the romance. I oh, the romance is yeah. hilarious. Didn't work at yeah. all. And I just felt like the first half or so of the movie was just an exposition dump where True. you're kind of in Neo's shoes and you're just getting all this information and it's pretty convoluted at times. And It feels like they're setting up for three movies. I was going to say, did they know they were making three movies when I they made I think they movie? were planning on it, but whether or not they were officially greenlit, you know, yeah. which I don't think they were. I no. think this... This happens, there's some interesting fluke of how this movie happened, I'm sure. I mean, I, I, the vision is unique and very singular, and I appreciate the hell out of that. And right. obviously the technical achievement, the cinematography, on that, like the fight scenes, yeah. the hand-to-hand -hand combat scenes are really fun. But man, it's just a slog at times. I hear you, I hear you. Well, let me posit this, because yeah. that's what I was thinking. I was having so much fun watching this movie. I'm like, I was forced to think, what isn't perfect about it? And the only thing I could come up with was, A, everybody's so serious, and B, Keanu doesn't counter-program that at all. He's, he's so dumb. And he's just, but he's lovably dumb. So then I was like, what if we had someone like John Cusack in his prime, reinventing himself as an action star, but having that Dobbler lovability, and being like, holy shit, I, like, more like, you see more of a progression from holy shit what the fuck to I am God you know like with Keanu he's so wooden it's kind of a plateau I mean he says whoa and everything I mean it's all kind of comedy now like, oh it's yeah. it's hilarious now but I'm just wondering if on a human level if we had an actor who could act a little better I mean I love Keanu as well but 
Come on. I mean, I, the Lloyd Dobler thing is an interesting suggestion. I, but I don't I, know. It's not perfect, but you know what I'm saying. But I also like, think it's just the writing, too. It's just like we don't really know much about Neo. What's his real name? Tom Anderson? Or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, <laughs> Mr. Anderson. I couldn't tell you shit about that oh, guy. Oh, sure, yeah. What does it matter? It didn't happen. Touche. True, true. Yeah, that's the... Yeah, Jill that's, got red-pilled long ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sim similar to Existence, where, the, you know, the characters are kind of shallow, but that, but they're also in a, in you know, sort of a hyper-reality. But that movie's very funny. No, Existence is, as it says on the VHS box or DVD box, makes the Matrix look like child's play. I still agree with that. <laughs> wow. I still agree with that line. I don't know who, who it was. <laughs> I, do remember. I don't know if it was Jeffrey Lyons or who said that, but, but, um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, fucking Lyons. I, I think, yeah. I think it was, That's I good. think, yeah, Existence is like the smarter film, but this is just the fun level of this. Well, what about, what about the, the appropriation that, uh, incels and well, and the, the like have, have taken on this. Like, that, were you thinking about that? Well, well? I was thinking about because when you, when you brought up the Armin White thing in the intro, yeah. I, I what immediately struck me, and I hope I'm not reading too much into this, but like the beginning stuff really struck me as sort of like, wow, it really is an allegory about being a trans person. Sure. It really is Absolutely. about rejecting what society has told you and sort of figuring out what is real to you right. and then reconditioning your body as you see fit in your brain. There's even a character, an androgynous character called Switch. Called Switch, Switch exactly. Yeah. Who's, totally, who's totally coded as like a lesbian and but who clearly has feelings for Trin Trinity. True, but here's the thing. And this also speaks to, I think, what we're talking about, about this movie not really being something you can care about emotionally. It's so vague. It's like biblically vague on purpose so that if you are an incel, if you do believe in QAnon, if you want to go shoot up the pizza place, like, you will find what you need in this movie. Sure. If you're a trench coat mafia guy. Yeah. Or if you're just, a, you know, wanting to chill out and meditate on some, on some techno vibes, like, that it has plenty for you as well. And so it's, it's whatever you bring to it. And that's the movies that are really, like that really stand the test of time because so many people throw their own shit at it. Absolutely. I just think it's funny that incels and all of these like angry men are hitching their ideology <laughs> to, to a movie to, to a movie created by two trans yes, lesbians. Like great. that's just funny to me. I, I was definitely aware that the heroes were like a multiracial ragtag crew and the villains are all white dudes in suits. Sure, right. sure. Yeah. But the the problem is the people who that would be the most tasty turn of play for, they'll never they'll never yeah. dig deep enough yeah. to, to, to get that sweet, sweet irony. They, they just got the hunt band, so. Yeah. 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 Brother Josh, are you tingling right now? What are you thinking? Yeah, um, I'm ready to go some techno rave right now, honestly. <laughs> yes. Um, Rewatching this movie, uh, which for the first time in theaters, it made me kind of remember how important Trinity was yeah, yeah. for me as a kid. Yeah. She's like the main character, kind of. Yeah, I especially since she she has more acting ability, and yes, um, yes. she has more characterization than Neo. Yep. And also, she's like, as a young gay kid, like she's a hot, strong lady. Yes. And I'm like, look at her in these hot yes. latex bodysuits. Like she was iconic. Hot. And that that part in the um, 
that end uh, heist, I don't know what you would call it, scene. Um, <laughs> my favorite part is where she like kicks a shotgun out of a dude's arms and then immediately shoots him in the chest with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, that is amazing. That, yeah, it is. Yeah. And the editing and the, the, they actually planned it out so that they're not trying to save these sequences in editing and just make them confusing and punt. Like, you know where everybody yeah. is. You yes. know that they're kicking a gun. You know that they're flipping. They show you everything. Yeah. They'll show you everything in a wide. It's so spatially yeah. aware. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And I've always thought that the Matrix fight, the hand-to-hand -hand fighting was kind of funny. And I'm I was trying to pick, like, pin that down tonight, too. I think it's because they're definitely speeding it up a little bit. And the actors are, have, like, a fixed gaze yeah. that they yeah. keep. So they're, like, flailing their arms around, but their head remains kind of steady. But they're kind of looking at the same place. Yeah. Like, it just looks hilarious. But that doesn't mean it isn't fun to watch. And it's fun to watch because they let you follow it so easily. That's a lost. That's a lost, a lost art, art form, at least in America these days. Like, come on. Like, the amount they chop up fight scenes nowadays and yeah. gun battles, even like. It's more thrilling to, to see it taking place. Yes. The way. It always. Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah. And that's why I think we'll always come back to that. You know, like maybe there's people seeing this tonight. That's like, you know, oh shit, I'm getting inspired. <laughs> you know, I'm beginning to believe. Felt like there's some Asian cinema influence on those fights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just yeah, a maybe. little bit. Yeah. A little wire work. Yeah. Just a little bit. But back to Trinity, what do you so what do you think about that turn at the end where love brings Neo back? Like like for me that was that was like unplugging me at the last minute, you know? Like I was just like, what? Like I don't know, I kinda think that's the last time you can ever do something like that in a big blockbuster film. Right. I mean, I, mean like, I like when she kisses him and the and the sparks are going, but you know, oh, she just got done like laying his ass out, saying, "How dare you try to pull rank on me? I'm going in with you," which can be seen as kind of like a little sub dom play, you know, depending on how you're looking at this whole thing. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the latex is there. The latex isn't there. I think but, you guys need to soften up a little bit. That was very fairy tale. Was it cool no. for you? Like, no. did it feel? <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily, but it was very like fairy yes. tale. Like she kisses. I yeah, mean, yeah. role reversal. Like, yeah, she I was grumpy, but I smiled. Wakes up. You know. Like I don't know. But that's kind of the thing, though. Is that, like it? It's almost like it's all occurring on her terms in a way. Like right. she's like. She tells him, like, you are the one because the oracle said sure. that I would fall in love with the yep. one. Now get the fuck yep. up right now. Yep. And I don't know, like, I, I feel like nice. she's not like a passive character in that way. I guess you could read it as like the redeeming love story thing, kind of shoehorned into it and kind of funny, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like Trinity still keeps her power throughout. She that does. End. She, she just got so soft so quick for a second. But it just yeah. felt it just felt weird. But these uh, are quibbles, you know. Yeah. Uh, We're talking about Morpheus because we have just seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 40, oh yeah. Matt and I have just seen forty years of Lawrence Fishburne. We saw in the last three movies. We saw Apocalypse uh -huh. Now, the final cut, Lawrence Fishburne's first performance. I and think. Twenty years later, this. That, that, that was that was the fortieth anniversary. Twenty years later, this, and then we just saw. Um, Where'd you, where you go? Where'd you go, Bernadette? Uh -huh. With so, but right here we have peak, peak. fish. This is peak Fishburne. Peak, peak Fishburne. Larry. Yeah. Like he was. One hundred percent. Yeah, like the, 
his performance in this is so enjoyable. It is to hilarious. Me. Yeah, it is and hilarious. <laughs> Hilary Fishburne is. He is so serious. Like yeah. you're turning the volume knob all the way up, and then it cranks back around, and you get to like twenty. Yeah. Like. Those little glasses that he clips on? Yeah. Oh, so. Forget it. The, the oh, theater lost it. Love it. They love it. I was really into Hugo Weaving. Like, Very interesting, yes. I, I've come around completely on Hugo Weaving. I remember him being annoying before, too, but that's the whole point, you know? It's so cute. Who's the main machine guy? Who is yes. this guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who really needed chapstick? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent observation. I, I was really into that uh, scene where he was torturing. Fishborn and he started to go like full scanners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was, full, yeah. His head's shaking, I thought it was gonna. Yeah, there was actually a lot more body horror than mm -hmm. I remember. That yeah. was a nice. Well, I gotta say, like, I was watching the movie, and I was actually kind of flabbergasted that this was such a huge hit because I found, like, the narrative at times confusing. Of and course. I found a lot of scenes unpleasant or horrific in nature. And there wasn't a lot, there's a long stretch where there's no action. There's yeah. no guns. Well, here's the other thing. And what I remember was a kind of a mindless action movie. No. Nah. It's mindful action. I think it's mindful. But here's the thing. It's like stoner mindful. Yes. It, this is the perfect stoner movie. There are such just stretches of just like, think about this, but now, think about this. <laughs> and it's like perfectly, perfectly weeded out. So and It's all Eastern philosophy. Yeah, so yeah. like with with a sober mind, you're like, uh, get on with it, guys. But if you're if you're slowed down at the right frequency, that's right, jacked into the right baud modem. I think a lot of people were back then. Oh, yeah. it hits it hits perfectly. It hits perfectly. I wanted one of those Oracle cookies. Oh, that, so yeah. bad. They, oh, yeah. What was in that? I, they look like oatmeal. oatmeal. <laughs> I'm gonna go oat, oatmeal chocolate chip. Yeah. Basic oatmeal not, chocolate not chip. Not raisins, chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. chip. No. She flipped the script. Lodgemaster, I know you're, you're a big connoisseur of hacker cinema. Oh yeah, yeah. How does this fit in the pantheon for you? I think. I mean, shit. This is the real deal. Like this is this this goes all the way. This it isn't. Hackers, it tops oh. hack. It, it you can stack five hackers on top of each other yeah. and it won't touch them. Does it compare to Johnny Mnemonic? I. You know what? In my school paper, I gave Johnny Mnemonic a bomb, and oh, oh. I've always felt I've always felt a little bad about that. But I think it's worth a revisit. I need to revisit all the late '90s. I'm gonna watch Armageddon pretty soon. <laughs> well, let's yeah. not get carried away. Here. <laughs> like not everything from '99 was gold. Cool. Speaking of screening environments, though, I, I'm really glad that for my first time seeing the Dolby. Oh, the Dolby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I'm gonna pay money to be out at night, if I'm gonna pay my babysitter money to be out at night to watch a movie, I want it to look like this. I yes. want it to sound like this. Yes. I want to sit in these seats. Amen. All of that Preach. contributed to this. Experience. She's beginning to believe. <laughs> the Lodgecast brought to you by AMC Burbank. Hey, it's been brought to you by the AMC Burbank well, the Dolby for years. Yeah. For sure. It's, yeah. Every seat has a subwoofer. Um, yeah, you Bishki, what's the last movie we saw at the Dolby? Dolby. We, saw, we saw Schindler's List. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which changed our lives. Which changed our lives. Deep, top 10 hacker movie. Yes, oh. yes, deep bass. Um, but yes, the, I felt like sometimes the Dolby can be just pornographically loud, and this was respectful. Like, you, yeah. you, they showed a little bit of restraint, I feel. And we really got the benefits of the bullets whooshing by and the zooming through the lines of code or whatever. And when that fucking Prodigy remix drops. Oh, oh man. my God. <laughs> 
just a bit. It was a better time. It was a better time, y'all. Wait, did we talk Solid Dragon? Oh, oh shit. Oh. Oh. The Salad Dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> Salad Dragon thought, but there were a few, there were a few moments, line deliveries, mm -hmm. where I really wondered if anyone had considered making The Matrix into a musical. Oh wow! Because there were just some oh, wow. line deliveries where I just could see them I'm breaking sure into now. song. Maybe Part Four will be a musical. Uh, Why not? That would be amazing. Why the fuck not? Title song. He's beginning to believe. He's beginning to believe. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. For me, I, I my salad dragon. I mean, that, my mind's blown. That's a salad theory. Yeah. <laughs> That's a salad pitch. Salad, salad, salad toss. Nobody steal that idea. No. Yep. Nope. Copyright, Sister Jill, I guess. For, for me, uh, the salad dragon was probably when. Uh, man, I don't even know how to explain what was happening, but Keanu's head was shaved and he, he was <laughs> yeah. like jacked into his spine and yeah. there, were, there were, I think he was... He was in an incubation pod. On a tower where there's like human slaves being yeah, yeah. bred? Human batteries. Yeah, human batteries. Yeah, that was my salad dragon. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, the movie's chock-a-block full of them. Like, yeah. I don't even, I, I, I feel like it happened early and it's a quiet one. Considering all the shit that goes down in this movie, it's when, for me personally, Keanu's talking to his boss at the software company, and there's just two window <laughs> washers slowly <laughs> squeegeeing the window throughout their conversation, and you just kind of see you kind of see uh, Neo looking over at him, but you don't they don't cut to him too much, but you keep hearing that squeaking throughout the scene, and. I just thought that was beautiful. Those little details. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, yes, the it, the Matrix is in the details. Like, holy shit. Squeegee squeaking throughout a serious conversation is great. I, I think my salad dragon would have to be the very end with Neo <laughs> flying away. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. Shit, no, 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 no. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely that's right. right. That's very last yeah. shot. Just, that's it. Just like Tom Cruise can. That <laughs> <laughs> he believes he can, so he can. Yes, Neo reads some uh, cryptic script into a into a phone about waking everybody up. He walks outside onto the busy street, and then in like pure late '90s fashion, he blurrily flies away. Oh, it's it's a gorgeous sight to end on. Like S smash cut to Rage Against the Machine credits. Yeah. <laughs> Just See you later, 90s. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing finer than that. All right, let's jack into the Matrix bones. I can feel it in the bones. Brother Dave, you're unsullied. But now you've been sullied. What are, what are, your, what are your bones sounding like? Oh, I'm really torn, guys. Uh -oh. I'm really uh -oh. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. I'm going to say... Two and a half mm. bones. Mm. It's a four bone scale, correct? Four bone scale. It is, it is. Oh. You know, like I said, I, I respect the movie more than I enjoyed it. Sure. I, I, I found my mind drifting a lot. Maybe that's on me. But, you know, I expect a lot out of this movie. It's, sure. it's a legendary title. Yep. It's, that's da it's dangerous. It's a dangerous proposition when 
see it for the first time. And I'm wavering between two and a half and three because mm. I it's cultural relevancy and sure. its impact on cinema is huge. But just, you know, I gotta call it like I see it. As you have to. You my have enjoyment to. of the film was there. Yep. But there were, there, were, there were some lulls, you know, and um, I had, like I said, I never connected emotionally. And even in a big spectacle action movie, I, I want You need that. a little bit. You need a little taste if it's going yeah. above three for you. So, uh, yeah, it was a fun experience. I'm so thrilled and glad I had to have it with you guys. We're thrilled that we get this rare perspective. Yeah. It was an honor. Like, who hasn't seen The Matrix? The Matrix version. Yeah. That's great. All right. Uh, Brother Bishke. Well, I got, as I said at the beginning, red-pilled so hard. <laughs> I was coming into this with probably a one-bone ranking wow. from my college days. Whoa. Because I was coming easy, in from this Baudrillard postmodern philosophy and I was and Baudrillard didn't like the movie and I was like this movie all they want to do is get back in the matrix and they're not really concerned with reality and I don't know what stupid take I had and I just read this stupid paper I wrote two decades ago but now I've just come around completely on yeah. the uh, late 90s cinema and oh, yeah. I have come around completely on how fun this movie is and it swung from one bone and a little punk 20 year old kid to three and a half bones three and a half tonight. three and a half -er. and I can't every time it. an iconic shot came on Bishki would just nod in reverence <laughs> yes, I'm like yeah. yep yeah. Like, and then he'd start nodding and I'd be like this doesn't look like an icon oh there it is yeah yeah no, it was amazing I'm, I had so much damn fun guys and this, and this, this erases Bernadette from I think I think we're clean from yes, Bernadette. Yes. Thank you, Larry. Yeah, there's that last fight scene when Keanu does that slow leg. Oh yeah. Thing. I looked yeah. over at you guys and you had shit-eating grins on your face. <laughs> just I that, did too. That moment was just a very impressive hip rotation. That stank leg. You're just kind of stunting on him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Look at this, Sister Jill. What do you got? What do you got cooking? I admit that seeing it in this theater is probably going to raise the bone bar for me. Yep, alone, bone bar. Bone bar raised. Also, for the 90s nostalgia mm -hmm. and for the world, I really appreciated the art direction in this movie. Like yes. every second of it, every little detail oh, yeah. was perfect. I'm going to give it three bones. Nice. Nice, nice. respectful nice. three. Brother Josh, what do you got cooking? Well, since I first saw it, in uh, whenever that was, um, I've consumed a lot of cyberpunk. Good. Uh, media. It's nutritious. Like, you know, from uh, William Gibson's Neuromancer to Blade Runner yes. to Ghost in the Shell. And I really, th like, I think this is, it, it stands up there with one of the greatest cyberpunk movies. I mean, it kind I guess you could say it kind of comes at the end of the cyberpunk mm -hmm. years because it's, I mean, outside of Blade Runner 2049, there's not really a whole lot. Right. Um, it's had to move underground again. Yeah, and it, it just, like, it made me appreciate it so much more knowing, like, what the genre is and really falling in love with it. Um, and I got to give it a four bones. Yeah, I, I, I am totally... Yeah, I, I'm gonna go live in Zion and I fight love the it. resistance. I love it. You're Zion, born and bred. No plugs. <laughs> no plugs, no holes. All right, Brother Ben, what do you got? You, gonna, you gonna match this passion? I kinda am. Oh. I, th I think it's a four bone. I do. I, 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 take, what, I take what Brother Dave says. Double four. I, like, I, it's respectable, right? Yeah, yes. like, y'all, it has its problems, it, yeah. but I don't know. I, every and, and I was ready to kind 
kind of hate it. Me too. Because I was like, man, I... Matrix, this, Matrix is douchey, bro. And the sequels are so bad. But but the, I don't know. Maybe they Maybe they aren't. But they probably are. Maybe Revolutions <laughs> is the best of the uh, three. I, but I, I, I enjoyed almost every minute yeah. of it. I, I don't know. I was here for it. I was here for Four it. Four of them. Double yeah. fours. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Listen. I got John. Which courage do you have? I got John Cusack stuck in my brain, and I couldn't let him go. I'm like, I wish I cared about this dumbass, this dumbass Neo a little bit more. I wish he'd say if he would have said "whoa" like two more times to show that he was a little amazed by what was happening. Maybe I don't know. I gotta go three and a half. I'm gonna be reasonable, but I came in kind of a, as a hater. You know, I'm like, yeah, this is it's overdone. It's overdone. Like. There's too, there's too much weight to it. There's too much baggage. It can't possibly be good anymore. And then, there you are. It was just so much fun. I, I could not, I could not stop smiling throughout this whole movie. And, Vishki, you were vibing on the same, on the same astral plane. And it, it, it just, I don't know. It feels good that something so old can still be so good and so cutting edge feeling. But it's also sad because it's like what. What else we got? Other than Matrix 4, which is coming out. Speed which, Racer. Yeah, we got Speed Racer. Oh, we got, and, and to be fair, we do have Cloud Atlas, and we do have Jupiter Ascending, which are original tales from the heart of these creators. Big budget. Big budget. But, you know, they lived by the sword, they enjoyed the fruits, and then they died by oh so, oh, so many other swords. Rusty or jagged, not well forged. Looking, looking forward to the Cloud Atlas Lodge. We are going to we are going to revisit Cloud Atlas. Jupiter Ascending maybe at a later date, but Cloud Atlas for sure. If anybody out there has not seen Cloud Atlas, you need to go. You need to go check that out. You need to go figure that out. If you haven't seen The Matrix in 20 years, highly recommend it. Revisit it. If revisit. O- if only for Joey Pants's uh, little. Devilish goatee. Goatee. Yeah. yeah. I just feel the need to send a special shout out from the Matrix to our sister Devereaux in Detroit. Yes. Just because all of her peeps are here on this special episode. Oh, love and light so to lo- Detroit. Yes, love, love and, and light, light to Sister Dev. arranged around the microphone right now, just like cameras shooting a bullet time sequence. <laughs> yes, oh. right at the microphone, straight to your heart. Sister Dev, J Dev, much love to Detroit. Much love from all of us. Thank you guys for being on. Uh, Brother Dave, thanks for getting your mind blown. Sister Jill, we hope to have you on again. Such have, an honor. Have your sage wisdom. Such an honor. Uh, Brother Josh, happy first timer. Namaste. You're gonna be on so many more times. I can already tell. We just gotta, we gotta figure out what the. We need to make surgical strikes here and really figure out what's gonna hit home the hardest. <laughs> Brother Ben pleasure as always always a pleasure and uh yeah just keep jacking in guys yeah yeah keep gulping those red pills there is no spoon there is no spoon but there is so much love and light for y'all love and light 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 your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system lodge master it is i brother lucas the resident hothead sleepyhead calling in to give my Matrix 20th anniversary 4K screening revised bone count. 
upon the movie's initial release in March of 1999. Believe it or not, while uh, I did see it upon its theatrical release down at a multiplex in Irvine, I was not a fan. I drank the Kool-Aid, but uh, didn't like the taste. It kind of spit it out. I think I went in with a bad attitude. Uh, Batitude, if you will, because I just hated the trailer where Morpheus goes. Unfortunately, we can't tell you what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. Ugh, there were so many tools at my high school coming up to me going, have you seen this? It'll blow your mind. It's really going to make you think. And I would just roll my eyes so hard. Now, 20 years later, today, 2019, my BFF and I, we go see it together at the Dolby Atmos, the Burbank 16, and it's like seeing it for the first time, you know? And, and while it's dated with its soundtrack and sunglasses, it is really quite something to behold. I mean, the uniqueness of this being one of the last original non-IP blockbusters, and it's rated R no less. Think about that. What's amazing about The Matrix is that there's enough of the Wachowski fetishes in check to make the film weird without being overbearing. Because in essence, it has all the things in there that should make it a bad movie and all the things that make the rest of their movies bad. But the simplicity of the first Matrix story and the classic hero's journey, the 12-step Joseph Campbell's hero's journey is laid out flawlessly to a T. You know, it, it's mixed in with some remarkable sequences and special effects. It just keeps everything fresh and timeless. I'm sad that the sequels weren't as great and I know they're making a fourth one, which no one really asked for. I mean, where's Mad Max? Fury Road 2, right? Like, don't we want to see that from Warner Brothers first before we get Matrix 4? I mean, hello? It's four bucks, man. It's, it's a flawless masterpiece. Thanks so much. I'll see you guys at the next one. Peace. See you later, 90s.